We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Welcome, everybody. I'm excited for this conversation today. One of the things that we really believe in is that we have to continue to invest in the awareness of our profession. We need to continue to invest in how do we promote and protect what we do. And so we're always looking for organizations that are doing a good job of that very task. And one of those organizations is the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress. And I have joining with me today in this conversation, Dr. Sherry McAllister, who's been uh, become a good friend. She's got uh, energy like no other. She's on the road telling the story of the foundation and continuously working to create new products and services that we can use as chiropractors to promote chiropractic, not only to enhance the overall message of chiropractic, but also tools to help us build our businesses. And so, Dr. Sherry, welcome. Thank you for making time to have this conversation uh, with me today. I'd just like you to kick off with, tell the audience a little bit who you are. Well, thank you very much. And as I introduce myself, as you just did, as the president for the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress, I want to always start with a true blessing. And Sidecar is a true blessing for the foundation because without their sponsorship, they walk the walk and they sincerely talk the talk. We can't do what we do unless we have the backing of our corporate sponsors and Sidecar is exactly that, authentic, real and raw. And that's why you want to be incredibly engaged with Sidecar as well as hopefully the Foundation for Chiropractic Progress to which they support very, very generously. So thank you, uh, Dr. Nathan. It is such a pleasure to be with you today. So you asked me a question, I will jump right in. You started with protect and promote. And oftentimes, just in the military, it's Semper Fi, and that really is pushing and adapting. When you look at how we engage with our audience, oftentimes we have to improvise, we have to adapt, and most importantly, we have to overcome. And it is in that light that, in fact, we have to, as a group, unite together to promote the materials. The consumers will hear all sorts of awkward and unfortunately, some tragic stats about chiropractic. And if we don't speak for ourselves or have others speak for us, that's where we start to lose our future. What will our legacy look like if we do nothing now? And that's something that I will not stand for. So I stand with Sidecar. We need to protect and we need to promote. And that's where I think the beginning of the foundation's real goal is, how do I help you bring patients into your office so that you can educate them. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me, you know, right now, as you're looking at our profession, you know, sometimes we get so busy and got our head down, just doing it, doing it, doing it. We don't, uh, you know, peek our head above the herd and see what's taking place. So what's, what's what some of the cool things that are happening in chiropractic today? Well, we're getting deeply into capturing what we should own. One of that being currently we're in a pandemic. We didn't ask to be here, but we are in that position. And now we need to talk about what does a pandemic posture look like? 
Many of us are working from home and the stats are real that we're decreasing our longevity when our posture starts to decline. And lots of studies are showcasing from the American Cancer Society showing that we have a decreased longevity through our lower um, diaphragmatic excursion as we start to age to even just capturing the word posture pandemic. Who owns it? Our chiropractor is going to even talk about it. When the Gen Z was stuck at home and they were in their beds working on their laptops, did we talk about it? Are you in your office right now thinking about, did I even bring up posture to the last mother that was sitting with their daughter and she was on her cell phone and her head was deeply down into her chest or did I ignore it? And that's one of the things you just, you just said is we cannot sometimes stick our head above the herd and that's what I need you to do. And you can't recreate a wheel because your hands are your most vital instrument for success. So I don't expect you to. When you think about how to maximize your business procedures, you want to be able to utilize best quality output. And with the foundation, that is one thing that we have, have really strived to produce. What's the best quality information you can get out? What's the research that's coming out? And I have to say, um, just going back in 2019, you all remember when things were still going really well and we got hit with the pandemic. Well, there was a great study out of the Journal of General Internal Medicine. Most people never even heard of it. And yet it was crucial. It was by weeks and you can look it up, it's 2019. And it started with the effort to improve clinical effectiveness and the value that spinal care has. Now we know how good we are, but does the research show how good we are? And in this study, it, it took Blue Cross Blue Shield in, in Rochester, New York, and they introduced what's called a conservative spine care pathway. It incorporated manual care, that was the prime, the primary was physiotherapy and chiropractic care. In one of the primary care clinic sites, they call it the intervention group, but not in another, which was the control. Now here's the exciting part that most people missed because they were busy preparing for it, whether they were essential or not essential. For each year, for each site, calculations per member per month talked about spinal care costs and they were recorded in four categories. One of those categories was clearly just spine care. Second, ugh, spinal surgery. Third, opioid care. Big, big, big push for us on this one. And last, us, manual care, whether it be physical therapy or chiropractic. And that was for each patient that walked in. Here's what they found over that four year study. 28% in cost savings using conservative approach, which is us, versus 7% reduction in the standard approach. Do the math, that's four times more effective. And that's using the Journal of General Internal Medicine. I mean, we don't even know who's promoting us because we're so busy doing our job. And that's a journal in medicine that's showcasing that we're four times more cost effective avoiding surgery, avoiding opioids, and maximizing their quality of life. And that's really what the foundation wants you to do is maximize the quality of life that your patients are doing. We cannot forget what opioids are doing to our communities. Yeah, so, okay, so here's what, I'm, what you said. And, and if you guys get nothing else, you just said a whole lot of brilliant stuff. And so if you look at the research there, 
What that should provide us, number one, is confidence. Confidence that creates a little bit of swag, if you will, that when we're talking with somebody, we can give a recommendation knowing it's backed by research. And, and patients can see whether we're confident or not in believing what we do. So the number one sell that we have to make to us is to ourselves. Are we confident in what we do? Here's the research that shows it. The other thing, and I wrote it down and I'm going to start using it immediately, pandemic posture. I just like the way it sounds. Yeah, why, why don't we want to bring that into the communication daily with our patients or the people that we see when we're in the coffee shop or wherever we're at? Because that's what we're perfectly positioned to help those people. So I love, I love that narrative. It's beautiful. <laughs> I think that as we have these really important conversations, especially when it comes to posture, because an orthopedic surgeon really doesn't have a place in this conversation yet. When you look at who got the front page in New York Times, it was Ken Hasrash and he was in fact a neurosurgeon or pardon me, an orthopedic surgeon. And he doesn't really have you know, a, a place in this game. He's the after effect, if you will, when you have poor posture. Yeah. And I, I think what's really important when we use these words is it's, it's the first time it's introduced and you start talking about what truly is tech neck. And when you talk in simple terms, Albert Einstein will always say, if you can't explain it simply, you just don't know it good enough. What is tech neck? Can you actually answer it in a really succinct way? And technic for most, you just keep it simple. The neck starts to degenerate as there's repeated stress caused by frequent forward flexion. That's technic. And it's using your mobile devices. It's, it's using your iPad. It's bad posture with computer screens and ergonomics. And we start to really gauge what it is we do and how important it is for the people to understand. And, you know, you can use tip sheets and all sorts of wonderful um, posture posters when you go out into the community, but really it comes down to one thing. Are you really ready to promote what you do with pride mm -hmm. and confidence? Yeah. So, you know, as you say, the Albert Einstein quote, I love that. And it, that is, you know, the, it reminds me of so, another quote of the, the great communicator takes the complex and makes it simple. The educator takes the simple and makes it complex. Too many times we come from too much of an education standpoint. And we want to take the simple and make it too complex versus taking the complex and making it simple. Well, pandemic posture language and tech neck are simple ways that people can get right away. So I think as, as I listen to you, Sherry, one of the things that we all got to be reminded of is we've got to work on our communication mastery. And that communication so ma mastery helps us tell our story better, relate that story to the actually the hero of that story, which is the patient. And it's always about the patient, not the doctor. And if we're all striving for a patient-centric type of business model, it really starts with getting confidence and clarity on the fact that we have one of the best solutions called chiropractic for so many people and not enough people know about it or have engaged with it yet. And then number two, we've got to be masters not only of what we do clinically but then how we communicate what we're doing when you start thinking about the importance of communication and you look back to where this 127 year old profession has come from 
it came from Dee Dee Palmer, who was a master at communications, hence he opened his own radio station. That should tell every single chiropractor how important it is to market your practice. I would say, after doing this now for five years and being in practice for 26 years, there is nothing more important. Yes, you're going to learn your clinical diagnosis. Yes, you're going to get your treatment well. But if they don't know about you, how good really are you? And that's really where the chiropractic profession is finally for the first time. I see the light. I see the tipping point, And that is we're actually coming together. We're uniting. And there was an old phrase that used to go around in chiropractic is unity without uniformity. But when you think about the word without, it's a double negative and it goes nowhere in your brain and it starts to it starts to be one of those negatives. I would like to really engage the listener today to think about the chiropractic profession, because as we know, and Socrates says it best, the secret to change is to focus all the energy, not on fighting the old. And that's that uniformity without without unity, without uniformity, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. What does the new look like? Unity with diversity an opportunity mm. that that breaks down to you do if you do the marketing and you know that dd palmer was first up to aggregate the information in a simple dynamic way we win and the future's ours yeah i think you're i mean as you bring up dd paul you then you go to bj and bj you said you better promote your business otherwise you'll be promoting it to sell Yes. <laughs> right. So I think it's, I th and that's one thing I've appreciated about the foundation of they, they've taken the lead in this saying, Hey, we have to get the word out. And you know, that is kind of the old thinking of chiropractors. Like I can't tell you how many times I come across chiropractors say, I don't spend a nickel on marketing. I don't spend a nickel on advertising. And even though I, I get where they're coming from, that somehow that's a badge of honor. I, I would contend we don't understand what marketing and advertising and brand development really is because we are spending money. The clothes you wear, your office design, how you engage in training and development of your team, those are all marketing costs to help your operations run better to be a, a patient attraction magnet. The money you invest in yourself to become a better communicator. I mean, it, it takes work. So I... I champion what the foundation is doing, providing us resources and inspiration, breathing that life into us to actually motivate us to move, to get the, the word out. And so talk to me about some of the resources that you guys have been providing, are providing, and maybe even give us a taste of what's coming. Brilliant. So you said a whole lot of good things in that, in that last piece is that you are branding yourself. Everything that comes out of your mouth grounds you as you know what you're talking about, or you probably should go back to school and think more about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to just touch back on that because you really nailed it. The pharmaceutical drug companies spend 25 to $30 billion per year marketing to doctors and $9.6 billion per year marketing to consumers. Let that sink in for a second. And you don't think marketing is important? That's according to the Journal of American Medical Association. So we know that's a low number. 68%, I'm going to break that down into numbers. That's $20 billion goes to persuading doctors and other medical professionals on the benefits of the prescription drugs. Should you be persuaded to do anything in life? You either know it's right or it's wrong. 
You either do your homework and you research about the true efficacy of that drug or that drug should not be used. Mm -hmm. So when you think you shouldn't spend money on marketing, let me tell you, they've outnumbered us, they've outgunned us, but what they haven't done is they haven't been more effective than us and that's killing them. And so when we start thinking about what should I be doing, utilize the materials just simply. You're not, I'm not persuading you to, to, to talk your patient into chiropractic, I'm simply just give them the information, allow them to choose for themselves. Mm -hmm. There's infographics, those are social media, small bite-sized pieces you can throw on your, on your social media. And one thing, having crossed this, this countryside at least three times over, my husband laughs with me because my vehicle is a airplane and I, I'm, I'm more in an airplane than I am in a car, is that if you just take a risk, many of you have told me I don't have a LinkedIn account. I literally grabbed someone's phone on the weekend and I downloaded LinkedIn app for them. I literally did that for them. I said, you have to be on LinkedIn and I'm going to encourage you to link in with me. Why? Because I just did an article on what is an adjustment and it has been one of the hottest um, articles that has been pushed out. You go to my LinkedIn site. I don't care if you copy the entire thing and paste it as yourself. That's okay. You take whatever you want, however you want to dice it out and you use it. So LinkedIn is one of them. The infographics, getting them on your social media pages. If you don't want to do it, then encourage your staff, sit down with them and encourage them, but always be part of it. Cause the last thing you want is your reputation to be knocked down because they posted something that was that was ineffective or inaccurate okay so be part of that learning the white papers this is the combination of 16 chiropractic colleges that bring their wisdom the researchers that will come to me I had a fantastic discussion with christine gertz about the upcoming research having that contact with these brilliant people and then putting it together for you to use in bite-sized pieces just you just use the roadmaps that literally walk you through week by week what infographic to post what webinar you should be attending what social media cover page because remember you want to update you want to look fresh and fun and and full of life on your facebook twitter and instagram pages so don't forget that your patients are watching you and the ones that you really want to pay attention to are your younger audience and trust me that social media is their thing and that's why one of the last things i want to tell you that's out there gen z's are looking for podcasts why don't we give them a fresh, fun way of looking at it? And that's what adjusted reality is. We have the fittest man in the world. We have um, one of the highest ranking yoga instructors happen to be a former NA, um, NFL player. We have Deepak Chopra. I mean, there's so many fabulous speakers that talk about chiropractic in a light, fun way. And it's trusted by the adjusted. We're not gonna say anything that's gonna embarrass you. We're going to improve the energy, passion and excitement by just sharing the podcast. And that that's a pretty simple one. It's just adjusted reality, Google it. It's on all of the podcast um, apps and you'll be able to listen to it and then share it. The Gen Z's will love you for it and you will build our future. Yeah, and I think, you know, what I'm, what I'm hearing there is that you know, if we can hit the easy button and we don't have to do this, but we can get the information out there, let, let's do that. So here's a couple of call to actions of just, again, what the foundation offers you as resources to help your business is number one, I would go to their, their site, right? And understand how to support the foundation. 
um, what their whole vision and mission behind what, why they're doing what they're doing and looking at the resources that are available to you and how you can start to use those. I love this idea of the adjusted reality. I think it's a great thing that I, I haven't been using myself, so I'm guilty. So I'll start using it immediately. But I think those two items there, I, I highly encourage all the listeners right now to go check it out because the foundation has done an amazing job of giving back to this profession and helping us be more successful as individual doctors. I love what Sherry said about unity without uniformity. Here's the reality. We're more like each other than we are apart, right? So how do we continue to find unity in what we do, continue to spread our message, and the foundation is bridging that gap for us? In addition to, I love what you said about diversity and opportunity as it comes to unity. And I think that's a, a great message that for all of us to take today, and I highly encourage you to go out to the foundation. What would some... Uh, lasting wisdom you can leave with us today, Sherry? Well, as you said, frcp.org slash package is where you can actually get some ideas on what would you like to use when you do your marketing. Every dollar that comes in, the best part of this goes out for advertising. So you're helping us build our future. This is not a money-making adventure. The dollars come in, the dollars go out. We buy billboards for our state associations. We exemplify the Adjusted Reality podcast. It's all good things. And it's because Sidecar sponsors us as we're coming together. I would say for your listeners, as a lasting piece of, of, of the pie is, is that we all need balance. It's been a very, very difficult two years. And take a breath, take a moment for self-care. And, you know, Albert Einstein always has great wisdom. Life is like riding a bicycle to keep balanced. You must keep moving. And mm. doesn't that sum up what chiropractic is? We're moving, we're movers, we're shakers. Be proud of what you do. Be part of the foundation. Support all that you can in this profession because I absolutely from the bottom of my heart love this profession i love your listeners because they know that a better way exists and we can make it happen if we just educate them well what a great quote great information you got to keep moving so let's keep moving sherry thank you for coming a part of this conversation so much great information i encourage you all to go check out the, the website make sure you start using the adjusted reality and let's keep moving thank you You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com.